News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. From our earliest years, we hear ideas about our soulmate. But how true to life are these notions? And is it possible to look at love through the lens of science? Well, one such woman who does exactly that is Dr. Anna Maschin, is an evolutionary anthropologist and author of the new book, Why We Love. Good morning to you, Anna. Um, Good for, morning. Can you tell me, first of all, what is love? Do we know? <laughs> That's a tricky one. Um, I've been studying it for two decades and no, there isn't a single answer to that question. But in one sense, that's what makes love so incredibly powerful because it has so many different factors involved in it. So some of them are biological, such as your genes, your upbringing, your your brain structure, your brain biology. And some of them are social, as we all know. We all grow up with rules and ideas about, about what love is. So all of that comes together and you get your individual experience of love. And is it about kind of propagation do you know what I mean is some is some of the search for love not to put too romantic a point on on it obviously is about sort of spreading our genes that's kind of all it is I mean we're just here to spread some genes that's that's what evolution wants you to do so yeah love evolved to help us do that because um, we need to cooperate in lots of different ways as humans to survive. And one of those is obviously having children, but then raising children. We have to stick together to do that. Ah, we okay. all know cooperation is really difficult because, mm. you know, uh, you have to coordinate with someone. You might have to, there's competition from other people. Some people cheat and lie to you. So it's not easy necessarily to cooperate with other people. So at the most basic level, love is actually just biological bribery. It's something that evolution's come up with, a set of neurochemicals, which motivate us and then reward us for doing this quite tricky thing which is actually cooperating with each other and as you say keeping those genes going down the generations yeah it's it's, it's not really very romantic when you think about it. I, I often do wonder like when two people love each other that's brilliant and and it's uh, like it's like they they collude in a delusion when one person loves somebody and the other person doesn't love them back that's like being a stalker like how, how do we how, how do we find true love is there is there any kind of a of a formula for it there isn't and a lot of people come to my talks thinking that there's going to be a formula of A plus B divided by C and there you go. Um, There isn't. There are lots of things that come into finding somebody that's good for you. The one thing I will say is there isn't such a thing as the one. People become obsessed with I've got to find the one. Is there the loads? Is there like like multiple ones? Yes, of course there are because if there weren't, can you imagine our species just wouldn't continue? If we were all rushing around trying to find the one, we never would and that would be it. So, you know, because there's so much that goes into what you find attractive in someone and then ultimately what you love about them, there are actually quite a few ones for everybody. And does what we find attractive change over time? It does. It, it changes over your life course because at different stages of a life, you need different things from a partner. So, you know, when we're young and teenage, we're not really looking for the parents of our children. We're looking for, you know, a really, you know, hot partner who we're going to have lots of fun with. And then when we maybe get into our childbearing years, what we want from our partner changes. We want a co-parent, somebody who's committed. And then responsibility when we get, and, and, and all, okay. all that kind of stuff. And then when we get older, because there's been a really big spike in divorce rates after the age of 50, um, when we get older, that changes because we don't really want parents any of our of our children anymore we maybe want someone to grow old with someone to have companionship someone to have new adventures with maybe so yes definitely what you find attractive over your life course you've written some very scary things about the dark (laughs) triad of personalities in 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 the arena of love talk to me a little bit about narcissism psychopathy machiavellianism Yes. Okay. So as with all lovely, lovely things, there is a dark side to love. And because we need it so badly in our lives and for our health and our well-being, 
unfortunately, people can use it against us to control us. And a dark child personality is somebody who has the, the triple whammy of being a psychopath, is Machiavellian, and is also a narcissist. And these people tend to use um, manipulation, control, coercion, um, to keep their partners with them rather than the more positive ways of keeping your partner with you, such as, you know, nurturing and supporting and gift giving and all those sorts of things. And so people who are dark triads do have a tendency to have more of a chance of actually being perpetrators of abuse or coercion okay. or gaslighting and things like that. Yeah. And they, do, they are out there and sometimes quite charming. Yeah. Oh, amazingly charming. They're usually, you know, they are usually very high in emotional intelligence because you have to be very good at understanding how someone else operates to be able to manipulate Oof. them. But they don't use that emotional intelligence to a good end, which is what you're supposed to do with emotional intelligence. Unfortunately, they use it to their own ends, Ooh. which is I'm going to understand how to work you and then use and it so play, that I get Play you like a fiddle, as we say here in Ireland. Absolutely. Lastly, Anna, do you still believe in love yourself? I really, really do because it's overwhelmingly positive and it's actually awe-inspiring. When you get to study it as much as I do and you get to talk to people about love as much as I do, you realise that it really actually is what makes the world go around. On that happy note, listen, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Dr. Animation there, an evolutionary anthropologist and author of the new book, Why We Love Show. Ah, fantastic. I do believe in love. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.